0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to All In. Last week, we were zeros, but we've been heroes the two weeks prior. Anthony, give me an intro. Give me something, baby. Let's go. It's your Uncle Sharp. This week, I'm
1: sharp like, like cheddar, cousin. I'm sharp like cheddar. Like, subscribe, uh, leave a beautiful comment, ring the bell, ring the bell. I cannot say it enough. Head over to YouTube, head over to Apple, head over to Spotify. Make sure you're rocking with us. Let's get into it today. Cousin. Let's do it.
0: I'm going to kick it off with MLB baseball. It was the least watched world series of all time. Not only that, a 23% decline in the, sh- in the, in the view-ish viewership of baseball. That's crazy.
1: I couldn't be happier about it.
0: I said it too. I said, this is going to be the worst rated World Series of all time when the Philly got knocked out.
1: I could not be happier about it. The MLB has, they should have now learned their lesson. Shorten the season. 162 games is too much. The pitch count. I know you tried to stop, you know, make things quicker. It's clearly not working. This goes all the way into the NFL season. Yeah, just and it just kind of fizzles out. I'm, I'm yeah. so done with it. Uh, For carry sure. on.
0: Okay, uh, college football is about to really heat up. And when I tell you heat up, I'm talking heat up. We're gonna get into a little bit of a breakdown on the selection committee's top 10. We've got, we're gonna go into use yours because we wrote it down. Uh, Ohio State one, Michigan, I'm sorry, Ohio State one, Georgia two, Michigan three, Florida State four. Washington 5, Oregon 6, Texas 7, Alabama 8. Now, I'm only naming those eight because I think those are the only ones that actually matter. Long story short, we're going to kick it off this week with Michigan versus Penn State. Michigan has been cheating their way through the Big Ten the last couple years. I'm standing by that statement. They should not go into the college football playoff this year. Now, I know there's Michigan fans that watch us and they hate that statement. But guys, if you cheat, there needs to be repercussions. So how do you want to handle it?
1: Yeah, it's really weird. Uh, a lot of the Michigan, you know, the higher ups at the school, the coach, they're kind of deflecting this thing. I think they know what's at stake right now. What's at stake, truthfully, is uh, your team sitting at number three in the country. You have a Heisman Canada quarterback, you have a $10 million coach. Uh, there's a lot, a lot at stake. However, yes. uh, that's probably going to come to fruition at
0: the end of the year, but only. This is the weirdest line of the week. Michigan is minus four and a half at Penn State. If they beat Penn State. Penn State couldn't move the ball if you paid them against Ohio State. So I'm very confused how this line is so low.
1: Defensively, Penn State has looked really good this year. Offensively, I could not agree with you more. The quarterback play is subpar. Bro, I couldn't bet. I don't think they have what it takes to, to keep up with Michigan. I can't but bet But that this line is crazy. Because I
0: took Penn State plus seven and a half last time they played Ohio State, and they melted. They couldn't do anything.
1: Yeah, they they offensively, they could not get one play going.
0: Nothing. They couldn't pass the ball. They couldn't catch the ball. Team looked like, shh but
1: you're right. right though. Michigan
0: minus four and a half. That's a sketchy line. Maybe they're not going to cheat this game. So the game might be a <laughs> little more even just saying, okay, Utah at Washington. I need, I, I'm, I'm not betting this. I want to make sure that's known, but I need Utah to knock out Washington because I've seen Washington in this position before. And when they get to the big stage, they melt.
1: Yeah. uh, Utah has been kind of known as the only team in this conference to focus primarily on playing defense. Uh, Their secondary is pretty good, but that Washington team is extremely high powered. I think the line minus nine and a half is going to tell you that alone. Another Heisman quarterback in this game, uh, Michael Penix, he's looking like he could possibly win it all, like he may win it all. We'll see how that fares out. I think Washington has no problem in this game. Do they cover 10 I don't know. I'm not going to bet the game, but if I was, I'm leaning that they do cover the 10.
0: If I was leaning, I'd probably lean Utah. So we're split there, but we're probably not touching it. So it don't matter. Yep. Next game we're going to talk about is Missouri versus um, Tennessee. Missouri played tough against Georgia. They're not bad. They they looked okay. That's why I want to talk about this game because you have Missouri who played really good against Georgia, fell two spots in the, in the selection committee's spots. I don't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Fell two spots. Whatever. Here. Tennessee, they played a pretty good game against Alabama as
1: well for a little bit, a little bit until they kind of just ran away with it. And they got mopped up. But that's another weird line. Tennessee minus one. On the road uh, against a Missouri team, as that's, you mentioned, that, that had a good showing last week.
0: Yeah, this is a this is a weird one for me. Uh, I just I don't have a feel on college football. The one game that I am taking this week, though, and I'm letting everybody know up front now, I am going to be taking Texas Tech against Kansas. Uh, Kansas is a ranked team. They're minus three and a half at home. I'm going to be taking Texas Tech plus three and a half, and on the money line. I broke the game down for about an hour today, and I think that there's about a a two point edge there. Ladies and gentlemen, he just said he
1: broke the game down for about an hour today. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you keep that in mind when you're watching the show. Next matchup now, the lane train. Lane
0: Kiffin brings his team, Hottie Toddy, down to Georgia. Ole Miss escaped with a win last week. They're so fucking lucky. It's disgusting. Um, the team's poverty, in my opinion. I love when you get hot. I know. I just I watched this game and I had I had. Uh, Texas A&M plus three. So I ended up pushing. Okay. You know what I
1: think is really crazy? I was annoyed. You know why I put this game on the slate? Why? Because for the last three years, I have watched Georgia come into games like minus 30, minus 31. Then when they play good teams, Vegas sets them up minus 17 and a half, minus 15 and a half. They're playing a top 10 ranked team with one loss, a team that's still. In contention. In contention. Giving
0: all near 11, 10 and a half. I honestly this is a, well last week coming they, off a bad win. When they played off played Missouri, they they were minus 14. So, we were 10 rank. <laughs> I yeah, so Now they get another 10 rank. Now they get another 10 rank and now it's minus 10 and a half. My, my I hate Old Miss, but something tells me that points are good there. Um again, my only college game that I love right now is that Texas Tech game, so that's where I'm going to stick. Beautiful. Um okay, guys, What did I tell you about Josh Dobbs last week? If I was right about anything last week, it was that. I I loved the guy. As soon as he came in the game... I I lived it plus 270. I lived it uh, uh, plus the points. Eight and a half at one point I got. I lived it four. I lived it five. I lived that game about 17 times, and somehow I still managed to lose 150,000 last week, Um, all because the Cowboys lost against the Eagles. You're welcome. I'm owning the loss. I still think the Eagles are not as good as you think. But Josh Dobbs, what a story. The guy's absolutely brilliant. I watched a whole thing about him today, about how he is actually possibly going to be an astronaut after football.
1: That's correct. That's Which probably gave him the mental stability to come into a game in which he wasn't supposed to play in, uh, knowing probably a quarter of the playbook and absolutely dominating. Ladies and gentlemen, I will be the first to tell you, I have been a Josh Dobbs supporter yeah. since week one Hated him of in the Pittsburgh. NFL season. Hated
0: him in Pittsburgh. Ever since then, loved his story, loved his grind. And I actually think... He can do okay. But, he can do great. But we're going to talk about this his game coming up. This was playing out. on the Cardinals, a team that is absolutely perfect his poor
1: dog water, uh, and making them a, a contender in nearly every game as a Joshua Dobbs, non-Kyler Murray type player. Yeah. I think uh, the great mind in Minnesota there, my boy O'Connell said, you know what? I think I could work with that guy now that Kirk's down. Let's go do whatever we got to do to get him. And boom. And the coach gave one. him
0: the game ball. It was awesome. Okay. CJ Stroud is the best rookie quarterback that's ever coming out uh, of Ohio State and will ever come out of Ohio State. Wow. The guy is the guy is incredible. His reads are spot on. He doesn't flinch when the ball needs to be thrown. He knows how to navigate the pocket. His footwork is absolutely unmatched. You're a football guy. You actually coach football. Give me a breakdown on what you think. Quick one, quick one. I, I don't have a son, but... I'm,
1: I would probably get that same feeling. That's how I felt watching C.J. Stroud. I watched him at Ohio State. I'm an Ohio State fan, for those of you that know. But what really jumps out to me, while 470 passing yards in this game is amazing, it's the timing that truly matters to me. Uh, I think that Houston, just in a back and forth chess match against the Bucs, and what do they do? They put their backs up against the wall and they go to work. C.J. Stroud leads an unbelievable drive sure. he makes a couple throws on that drive that Crazy. are absolutely nfl top five caliber elite qb play and what jumps off the page to me guys um it's very simple this guy had a qbr of 147.8 he has a qbr of 1.2.9 on the season 102.9 on the season wow. ladies and gentlemen we'll get you three four hundred million
0: dollars I'm, I'm letting you know. It'll real, get you
1: three, four hundred. Real Marie.
0: deal. Love the guy. I think he's going far. We're going to move on to Will Levis as the starter now. And guys, we're going fast for this show because I sucked for you last week. So keep up because I'm going to move forward. I want to get to these games. I want to give you my picks and I want to go to bed because I am not happy with myself. I'm not happy with the performance and I'm owning the losses. So, Will Levis is the starter now. I liked him last week. I think that was a tough L to take. We took it by one point. I like Will Levis. I think he's a future Brett Favre type of quarterback.
1: That's my comparison. I really like that comparison. That's my comparison. I really like that comparison. A gritty quarterback likes to throw on the run, has an absolute rocket, not afraid to launch that thing downfield. That's a really good comparison. Titans are going to have a, a really good game this week. I, I'm excited to talk about that. Will Levis will be the starter again. Buy or sell the Rodgers return, quote-unquote, give me a few weeks. This will be
0: the quickest Achilles return maybe in the history of the world. I'm all, gonna, <laughs> all I'm going to say is, is the team would need to be in position to make the playoffs for him to even come back. So I'm all about it. If you want to buy the hype, that means that the Jets need to win. The Jets face the Raiders this week.
1: One point line. We'll talk about that.
0: I, I whatever. I I don't know. Oh man. All I'm gonna say is interesting. I I'm all for the story, and I've seen the line drop from a hundred to one down to thirty to one. So I'm I'm vibing what you're feeling, but I'm I'm not buying yet. I'm still selling. Okay. That's fair. I would say
1: that's fair because make no mistake about it. I'm not going to even retract my statement. I really do believe it would be the quickest Achilles recovery of all time. Uh, this has sideline guys for a year. This has sideline guys for a year and then some. Uh, how he could possibly play after getting hurt in the first week. We're now in, what are we going into week 10? Yeah. Yeah it's remarkable. I don't know how it could be possible. I don't know how he could even have the stones to say something like that. I'm not going to doubt him, but that would be pretty crazy.
0: Um, I'm not going to say this line. I'm not as, because we bet this game together. Yeah. I don't have the balls to say bad officiating, but they did miss a ton of holding calls on our guy Parsons. It was clear as day. Okay. But that's all I'm going to say.
1: I agree. Period. And how about that PI? Uh, at the tight end prior to reaching the one yard line he still caught the ball had he not got tackled before he caught the ball though he scores okay
0: I mean all I'm going to say is is the Eagles seem to be on the right side of the coin flips every week but what I keep saying is is you're going to be exposed and when you get the thing is is you win all these regular season games when you get to when you get to the postseason I think you're getting exposed I genuinely do. This was a great game. It was. No mistake about it. It was a playoff type of game. It was
1: a game they could have very well lost, though.
0: Oh, please.
1: Numerous times.
0: Six-yard line, 27 seconds. You could do whatever you want. You could have even traditionally ran the ball and got another play call snapped by 10 seconds. Literally. Yeah. You could have even run the ball. Yeah, the I, Eagles for for Eagles fans at home. I'm not
1: saying anything bad. What I will tell you is they had mental lapses fourth and eight in the game. Oh, not to I mention there was clip. only
0: ten guys on the field 10 on guys. fourth and eight. The second-to-last drive for the Cowboys. Ten
1: guys on the field. You're in man coverage. The running back's unaccounted for. Luckily, he stays home and blocks. Ferguson gets open, doesn't turn his head around in time, turns his head way too far up the field. Dak misses him, looks away. Uh, It's just... (laughs) By the way, Dak Prescott, phenomenal for performance in this game.
0: Yeah, except for I didn't like the finish there. He should have stayed on his read of Ferguson. But Cowboys are plus 500 to win the East. The Eagles are minus 600. Guys, I'm, I, I know the Eagles are up a ton of games right now on, on, the, on the Cowboys, but be very careful. If you're taking a minus 600, I think there's safer ones out there. The, the schedule <laughs> for Philly is actually disgustingly bad. Um, I'm going to pull it up, and I said I wouldn't get stuck on stuff today, but – I feel as if you need to hear the schedule for them. I mean, not that you can't just go look yourself. You know what? Go look yourself. Shove it. I mean, it, it really is unbelievable. It? What is it? Chiefs, Chiefs Bills, Bills, Bills six, Niners. Austin Cowboys. Again, Cowboys. Seahawks. Yeah. Giants, Cardinals. Giants. Yeah, I mean, they got a tough schedule coming up.
1: So are you saying that you might? Like a little sprinkle on the
0: Cowboys to win the NFC's plus 500? All I'm going to say is it's not a terrible bet looking at the schedule that the Philly has left and then comparing it to the Cowboys schedule.
1: Good. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about this. So what do you think about them also plus 500 to win the NFC?
0: That's what it is. Yeah. The Cowboys are plus 500 to win the NFC. Yes. That's a really sketchy line. And I'm letting you know, when I say sketchy, I mean like, they're like begging you to not bet it. So that's very interesting. I'm going to, that's interesting line.
1: So keep in mind that line uh, in, in that plus 500, they trail Philly as well as uh, Philly plus 200. And then you're going to look at the Niners plus 275. So right now, they think that those two teams will match up in the NFC Championship. But again, a sprinkle of plus 500 for the boys to be in the mix kind of playing with those two teams. And
0: Super Bowl odds for the Cowboys have gone from plus 1,100 to uh, from 1,600 to 1,100. So it's dropped. Interesting. Right. Anyways, Joe Burrow. The guy just doesn't like the beginning of the year. He can just (laughs) sit out and come in halfway through when his team needs him. The guy's uh, on a a wrecking crew. I mean, they've won four straight. Um, they're on a tear, they look dominant, the defense looks motivated, the offense looks healthy. What do you think?
1: (sighs) Well, Joe Burrow strained his calf uh, in summer camp. I think he came out a little slow. I think they rushed him back a little bit. I think they could have started Jake Browning in the first game of the season to kind of speed up that process. Uh, but as you said, he has just totally lit the world on fire and he's do- he did what he always does this past weekend. He went on primetime against another uh, solidified superstar quarterback and-, and he dropped that fucking hammer down. Yep. Uh, and that's what he does best. He shows the world uh, that... You know, it, when the lights are on, he's going to come to play, and that's exactly what he's doing. They've won the last four straight. Uh, their schedule hasn't been the easiest this season. He's, uh, they're he's, a dangerous team.
0: He's a big-moment guy. What I, what I will say about the Bengals are, when they're up a couple scores, they're a good team to bet against because they drop into a straight prevent and they allow 10-yard <laughs> passes all the way down the field. So I, I did I did get a little lucky and sprinkled that light, but I mean – I. I the score at the end of the game was lucky. I get it. But then they went for two. I had eight and a half, so it didn't matter to me. But um, you could catch them. You could catch the opposing team live against this team when they're up big, and you can win. So you like
1: a little bit of a comeback, you're saying, trailing live when, opposing teams. When Bengals team. are
0: up big, their defense plays really soft. That's okay. all I'm going to say. Keep in, keep that in mind. All right, guys, we're moving on to NFL picks. We're going to rattle through these less blah and more blah. If that makes sense to you. And that didn't make sense to me, but I just want it to make sense to you. Um, Okay, so first thing we're going to talk about is Thursday night football. I'll be there. I'm going with my friend. I got invited to a football game. It's rare that I get invited to a football game. Usually I do all the inviting. I was invited. I'm going. I'll be with my friend Rudy. Shout out, Rudy. Thank you for the invite. Shout out, Rudy. So Panthers at the Bears. The Panthers just embarrassed themselves. Somehow they gave up 14 points. Actually, they gave up Almost, I think, 21 points by the offense. Two pick sixes, and then if I'm not mistaken, they had a fumble that went all the way. Maybe not. They gave up two pick sixes. Sorry. They did. Two pick sixes, and that was 14 points, and they lost by 14, I think. Or 17. Doesn't matter. Whatever.
1: The moral of the story is the offense gave up two touchdowns. Not one, but two. They gave up 14 points. Obviously, very significant to them losing last the- week. They come in against the Bears in this game. The Bears, you might see this the first time all year. Minus three and a half and minus 190 on the ML.
0: I tell you all the time, if I if if I'm betting on the Bears, don't listen to me. I'm probably not going to bet the bears and I'm not going to touch this game but I'll be there so maybe I'll live it. So if a team drops <laughs> and I like what I see, I'll live it. Um kind of hard to believe that the over/under is 39. Like I it's going to be good weather, but primetime unders have been slapping.
1: Uh, this game is
0: <laughs> Okay. You know what? Honestly, <laughs>
1: I might even go to this game just so I don't have to watch it on television. That's how much I don't want to watch it. The Panthers at the Bears, one and seven, two and seven. I think we're done talking about it. Fair, okay. Uh,
0: Colts at the Patriots. Somehow the Colts won, but I don't think they looked good. So I, I'm I'm going to lean Patriots in this game. Um, again, fourteen of their points last week were via pick oh. six. So I, I know this is a tough pick, but I'm going to lean Pats. Um, this is not one of my favorite games, but I'm going to lean Pats in this game, and I'm safe and comfortable giving you that pick. I am not betting this game. The only
1: reason I'm not betting this game is because I have zero faith in Mac Jones. Whether they're playing the Colts, the Panthers, the Bears, doesn't matter if they're playing low tier teams.
0: Mac Jones is he's down there. I as far you. as I'm concerned, I feel you. Texans at the Bengals. This is an interesting game. I want no part of this personally, but if if you like betting overs, this isn't a terrible one to probably bet. No, both QBs like to push the ball upfield.
1: They do. I think this one's going to be a shootout. Just kind of as you mentioned, I do think the Bengals come out victorious in this game. Um, obviously, pretty they're,
0: crazy though. If the if the Texans win this game, they have the same record as the Bengals.
1: If the Texans win this game, it 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 just may put their coach D'Amico Ryans uh, in contention for coach of the year. He has a rookie QB. He'll have then a winning record at five and four on a team that's been tremendously bad over the last couple of years. Crazy. Uh, But that's a good call out. I'm not going to touch the game. It's very lopsided minus six and a half minus three twenty on the Bengals.
0: I hate that I have to take every six and a half. So unfortunately you will see me sprinkle the Texans plus six and a half because I have a rule. I bet every plus or plus six and a half game I've mentioned it before. I'll be sprinkling the texans plus six and a half but i don't love it so there you go um saints at the vikings this is a game i'm comfortable giving you it's in my parlay this week i'll be taking the saints on the money line um they're minus i think 135 currently i'll be taking the saints minus 135 at the vikings i think the story for the vikings is awesome but i think the saints defense steps up to the plate shuts down the vikings uh, offense and gives them a lot of issues what are your feelings on this game
1: the Viking story is definitely riding high. The Viking story will ride even higher come Sunday when they're at home. Um, The Saints looked really, really bad against the Bears. The Saints almost looked like they were trying not to win that game numerous times at the end. They gave the Bears uh, multiple opportunities to come back and steal the game from them. I agree. The the line is very weird. The Saints minus two and a half against a team that has a ton of steam coming in. Uh, I'd be very cautious of that game.
0: Yeah, I'm sticking with the Saints. I I, I like it. I, I really do. So next game we're going to talk about is another game that's going to be in my parlay, and I'm safe in saying this: I'll be taking the the Green Bay Fudge Packers um, <laughs> against uh, the Steelers. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to stick to this, guys. I do not believe in Kenny Pickett in any type of capacity. He had a miracle drive at the end of the game that he won, and I give him credit. He does have some game-winning drives. I just don't think he's good, and I I just I believe that this 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 Packers team is going to rally. And I think they're going to go and get a W in, 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 uh, what is it? Um, what field is that?
1: Yeah, It's Heinz.
0: Is it still Heinz field?
1: I don't know. I, to me, it's it's Heinz field. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah. I don't think it's Heinz field. We're kids,
1: man. It's Heinz. It's
0: Heinz to me too. So I'm taking the Packers plus three and a half. It's in my parlay. Um, I like this play. I think it's a bold one and I like it a lot. What are your feelings?
1: It's extremely bold. My feelings on this game are really, really weird. The Steelers uh, and I love, love the St- the Pittsburgh fans. I really do. They're awesome. Don't get me wrong. The Steelers, though, they could be the worst five and three team that I've ever seen.
0: I, I. That's... They have Kenny
1: Pickett quarterbacking, and then on top of that, they're a five and three team that ranks thirty first in total D. So. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with my Packers 31st in total half. D. So I, The more I talk about it, the more I like it. Uh, I'm going to let you take this next one. Go ahead. Thank you, sir. I'll tell you what. Last week, Thursday
1: night, I had the Titans. The Titans against the Steelers. A horrible team. The Titans didn't do it for me. I'm going back to the Titans again this week. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Titans minus 100. Minus 102, to be exact, on the ML. I like the Titans at the Bucks, I look for the Titans to utilize the run game. I hope they start to, to incorporate some more play action. Get your boy out of the pocket. Get him on the run. Get him throwing that thing. Uh, I'll take the Titans money line in this game.
0: I, I think it's interesting because I'm a big Levis fan. This game should be, if anybody that knows, they're saying pretty much saying the Titans should be favored here. Yeah. Is what they're saying. Exactly. Interesting. I think
1: a lot of the percentage is going to be on the Bucks. I keep a close eye on that.
0: I'm going to let you take the next game in its full capacity because you told me this is one of your favorite picks. I'm not touching. It. Go ahead. It's Niners at Jags Take off.
1: <sighs> this is when I just... I like to roll it out on a beautiful... Wooden board. I, I'm, I'm I'm rolling out the full leg of pursuit for this one, and I'm slicing it really, really thin. I'm taking my time with it. I'm sharpening up the blades. I'm taking the Niners absolutely in this game on the ML, minus 158. I don't care if I'm laying the juice at 158. The Niners should win this game. They need a bounce-back game big time.
0: They've lost a lot of games in a row. Three. Three. They need a bounce-back game. Big time. And they had a bye week. And they had a bye week. Don't hate it. That's Anthony. Slice thin. He's taking it. I'm now taking it. it's time for your buddy to take over this one. Ooh. It's the Browns at the Ravens. I Guys, look at me. I've been preaching how much I love the Ravens all year. I went against them last week because I was like, you know what? This might be a little bit of a, like a speed bump in the road. Well, the speed bump <laughs> comes now. I'll be taking the Browns plus seven. It's an adjusted line by a, by, a, by a one point, and I'll be taking the Browns' money line. So long story short, Browns' defense really knows how to slow down the run. With them slowing down the run, Deshaun Watson's back playing. This team got its butt kicked with Dorian Thompson-Robinson playing. I think the Browns bounce back here. They get a W against the Ravens. It raises their playoff chances from 55% to 78% by getting a win this week. This is a huge game for the Browns. I'm not saying it's not a big game for the Ravens. I just think it's slightly bigger for, uh, This game
1: is huge for the Browns. It's a division game. It's a game that the Browns, the Browns have a lot to prove because at five and three, and they're absolutely putting a lick on teams. uh, They're not getting the respect they deserve. Keep in mind in this game, total defense, Browns rank first, Ravens rank second. Pass defense, Brown ranks first, Ravens rank second. There's going to be a lot of D being played in this game. It's a big one. So
0: again, guys, one of my favorite bets of the week, and this is one of them, is... Browns plus seven. Browns plus 200. There's the picks you look for. That's what I'm taking. So, next game. Falcons at the Cardinals. Ladies and gentlemen, Kyler the Gamer Call of Duty Murray <laughs> is back. And I, I, and I couldn't be more excited to have him back on the field. The Cardinals um, with Josh Jobs were okay to watch, but when Kyler Murray plays, it's just more fun. He's running around. He's all over the place. He's had enough time to really heal up. Um, I like... The Cardinals here, um, they're plus one and a half. I like it. I'm going to ride that. I might buy it to three. So you know what? Let's take the Cardinals on adjusted line, plus three. I like that line. That's where I'm going to be. I can't say I
1: disagree. I mean, you're looking at, you know, a one and a half point spread in this game. Falcons. At the Cardinals. Uh, I would keep a very, very close eye on what is unraveling in the Fel- in the Falcons organization right now. I want you to understand uh that while they have put Bijan back in the rotation, uh, he has been removed from the game in the red
0: zone. I don't understand what's going on here.
1: They they do not want him to score touchdowns.
0: Something tells me there's a beef.
1: There's a beef going on, and it's not a Chicago beef. It's a beef. It's a problem. It's a problem. Someone's getting traded.
0: Yeah. Something's
1: weird. Something is really, really weird. For him to get removed every time there's opportunity to score a touchdown, and then Algier comes off the bench and kind of runs it in, it's like, hey, it's a a slap in the face. It's a fuck
0: you. (laughs) Bleep it. Um, Lions at Chargers. Um, I'm not touching this game, but if I was to touch it, I would probably bet an over but I'm not touching it unless I'm down bad from the noon games, which is possible, but I, I, I don't like it. So go ahead. So
1: chargers rank, uh, their top seven rush D they're 31st. And pass D. Uh, Jared Goff. I really like him to perform in this game. This is one of those games where I might look to to get one of his props, whether it be an attempts uh, by both QBs in this game, Herbert as well, mm. uh, or the yardage by both QBs in this game. But I do not expect these teams uh, to run the ball efficiently. I think this is going to be an absolute shootout.
0: So I've given people picks in one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven games now. Yep. I am not taking action on this one. No action. I put it down. Next game we're going to talk about, though, is Giants at the Cowboys. Giants season is (laughs) is over. Um, Daniel Jones tore his ACL. Their season
1: was over with Daniel Jones in the game.
0: Saquon should just go chill on the bench and look to go to another team. You guys ever? If you guys ever watch the Little
1: Giants, uh, I could assure you this game will not go that way. The Giants will get pounded. Uh, Spike isn't going to be out there, but Tony Pollard will. The
0: line the, is seventeen. When you see an NFL <laughs> line at seventeen, ladies and gentlemen, just turn the channel. That's crazy.
1: Tony Pollard touchdown score.
0: That's a fair one.
1: Tony Pollard touchdown score. Is that, throw that your that pick of the game? Throw that in one of your parlays. I like Tony Pollard to get in the end zone this week against the Giants.
0: Kind of like Ceedee Lamb too, though, because he didn't eat last week.
1: You should love CeeDee Lamb because he just went for a buck 50 without scoring a touchdown. He might have like 50 yards in this game and be out of his pads by halftime That's what I'm with saying. a touchdown.
0: That's not a bad bet. Uh, commanders at the Seahawks. I'm praying to God this line goes somewhere because if it lands at six and a half, I have no choice but to take it. Um, I'd have to take the Commanders plus six and a half, but I'm hoping it turns the corner because I really don't want to bet this game. Commanders traded away um, some pass rush and that means Eugenio is going to have time to sit in the pocket after a terrible <laughs> week and i fucking hate the seahawks and i and you know what's funny my old neighbor married a tight end on the seahawks
1: who will disley
0: uh no um uh cody parkinson okay he's a good blocker and he's actually a good he's got some good hands he's showing a lot of promise so i have to like him
1: wait is he a current tight end he's a current tight oh, oh end. i thought this was
0: like a Fizzled out, maybe retired. No, nice. he's young. He's a smart guy. Nice. Went to a great college. He married into an incredible family and he's lucky to have married who he's married. They're a great family and I really like them. Does
1: he, do you think he, do you think like what, at the team
0: dinners, you what,
1: think he's, bet- t- he bet- sits next to Eugenio and he's like, listen. Between you and I, <laughs>
0: the brother-in-law, right? <laughs> send me a message. Wow, you're a hater. Cause I posted how much I hate the Seahawks. I said, the hate's real. I love you and your family, but I hate the Seahawks.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's uh, that time in the show though where we have to talk about the Seahawks and I know you felt great watching your boy Eugene just give it up to the Ravens. Like. Unbelievable.
0: The one game I I haven't bet on the Seahawks <laughs> in years and then I do that and they get slapped. Okay, Jets at the Raiders. Um <gasps> I'm going to let you take this one. I have nothing. Yeah, there's
1: a lot of storyline going on in this Jets-Raiders game. Fast, fast, fast. You got the Raiders, new coach. The Jets must win. Like you said, the Jets must come to playoff uh, contention if Rogers going to get back. Uh, It's just such a tough game to bet. Live bet it. That's
0: it. Period. All right. The next one we're going to talk about is Broncos at the Bills after a bad weekend. You might say, you know what? I want to hit a big dog money line. I will not be betting this game. I know you're proud of me because I have a problem when I bet the Broncos. It's like I'm so a, proud of you. It's like a degenerate problem I'm that I so have. I'm so proud of you. I just see Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. I'm like, oh, growing up, those were the guys. Those were the guys growing up. So I won't be touching this game. But um, I, you know, I, you know me. I'll have it on while I'm gaming. Um, but he's what? in his
1: PJs on a Sunday morning, plugging no, in 250 that's... dimes, thinking about <laughs> Russ and Russ and Sean when he was a kid. Go ahead. Literally.
0: Okay, <laughs> I'm putting together a parlay for you guys right now. Now um, and it's it's gonna it's gonna pay. I like it. I like where it sits. Okay, here's the parlay. We're gonna put it together right now. Let me make sure we're all on the same page. Boom.
1: Is this a this one's gonna pay big?
0: This one's gonna pay big. It's gonna be healthy. Um, my goal is to make sure that people uh, they go home happy this week. That's that's my number one goal. I'm gonna leave the Cardinals out of it though. It's Ooh, gonna be healthy and the, happy. The Washington line dropped to six. Thank God. I did not want <laughs> about that. Um, I really did not, and I'm I'm trying not to.
1: I'm really happy for you. If you would have had to watch Eugene one more weekend, what if Eugene shattered your, your, oh my God, forget it.
0: Can you, yeah, no, seriously. Can you imagine that?
1: No, don't let him do it. Don't let him do it. Okay.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this pays 40 to one.
1: It's juicy.
0: We're taking the Patriots plus one and a half. We're taking the Browns money line. We're taking the Saints money line. Packers plus three. Cardinals plus one. And ladies and gentlemen, that pays 40 to 1. That's your 40 to 1 parlay. And if you want to make it extra spicy, okay? And this is literally not suggested. This is if you want to get crazy and you want to involve the college pick that I like the most. This is where I got kinky kink here. You could take it. You could plug in Texas Tech plus 154 and it pays 100 to 1. Wow. Wow. So, I'm giving you two options a 40 to 1 or a 100 to 1. The choice is yours. Like, comment, subscribe, slice thin this show. Let's go.